Life support is nominal. The oxygen danger indicator level is yellow. Please remember that this is a non-smoking pirate ship. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to GameIndustry.com's The Gin Lounge. I'm John Breeden, your chief lounge lizard, and your host for this episode of the show. Today, we are going to be talking about The Last of Us, the game that has been really rocking the charts and rocking people, everyone who tries to play it. <laughs> and after Shella uh, gave it such an outstanding review, I decided to get it myself, and so both of us have uh, have been playing it uh, pretty darn regularly. Um, actually, Shella, are you are you have you finished? Yeah, it? I finished it before I went on holiday. So, oh yeah. <laughs> That's a, that's a, yeah I'm I'm almost it's it's for me because I'm I'm not super far into it I'm I'm up to uh, I think about Pittsburgh is where I'm okay. at right now and I'm like uh, you know it's but it's one of those games where I'm like uh, I want to play it but I'm like I don't want it to be over yeah it was like that it's like watching a TV show it's so good <laughs> <laughs> so The Last of Us um, let's see it's a uh, it's by Naughty Dog um, they're the people that. Uh, you know, they make a lot of, uh, I guess they're probably one of the studios that do most, or, or at least a lot of the um, uh, PlayStation 3 exclusive titles. They're sort of that studio. Um, and uh, I don't know, have you have you played any of the Naughty Dog games? Did you get into any of the Drake's Uncharted no, and stuff like that? No, I haven't played any Uncharted. I don't, I don't know if I've played anything else I've done. I mean, oh. shame to say that I haven't played any of the Drake's games at all. Well, you did just recently get into PlayStation yeah, I 3. Yeah, so. I didn't have a PS3, so <laughs> that makes sense. sticking to it. <laughs> oh, no, the Drake's games are pretty cool. I mean, it's a lot of, you know, running around and stuff. It's it, they're, it, they're similar in um, concept to The uh, the Last of Us as far as the gameplay. Yeah. Um, there's, there's a lot of uh, trying to get up to a higher level and yeah. things like that. Uh, so, but anyway, let's let's start with um, the game because it's it's rare that we do an entire lounge show just based on a single game. But certain games have warranted it. Uh, I think the last one we did was Red Dead uh, Redemption, which was cool because it was first like open world <laughs> West type of title. Um, so that was pretty cool. But this one, I think, um, you know, as far as the actual gameplay elements, I mean, it's, it's a fairly traditional type of game. Um, but I think what sets this one apart. Is the uh, the the fact that they they put so much into the story and so much into the characterization? Yeah, that's it. It's just, I mean, it's the first game with a character arc, as far as I can see. <laughs> I, I, again, you need to play a game called Heavy Rain okay. <laughs> now that you have a PlayStation yeah. Three. Um, but that's the that's the one that uh, that's the one that comes to mind for me yeah. because. Well, but whereas Heavy Rain was almost a complete, it was almost like an interactive story, okay. more so than a game. This one is a bonafide game, and you get the characterization. So they've, they've sort of been able to put everything yeah. together. And I, I don't remember a game that's been able to do that really yeah, before. Yeah, sort of just ticking all the boxes. Looks great, plays <laughs> great, and you actually care about the characters. Some people have compared it to, as far as the story goes, some people have compared it to the Mass Effect series, like Mass Effect 3, yeah. uh, and well, min- minus the ending, uh, and, and that type of thing. So, And I think that's a fairly fair comparison, but I think that on the surface, though, uh, Last of Us is so much better, even, really. Yeah, um, because, well, they're different games, aren't they? Because one's a, 
an RPG and one's an adventure game. So, um, so their mechanics are completely different and the story mechanics are different because you get to make those moral choices in Mass Effect, which you don't have in, um, The Last of Us. And in some ways, um, it's better for that. Because it means they could yeah. write a complete story that made sense from beginning to end Mass Effect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's not, there's not, there's a few scant little choices that you can make. Um, like, uh, when you find the letter from the dead guy, uh, to, yes. um, the crazy guy, you can decide whether to give him the letter yeah, or not. That's true. And, but, but I mean, they're tiny yeah. and there's, there's, they're not, they don't affect the overall no. story. Uh, so, um, but, uh, I, I ended up giving him the letter because it was addressed yeah. to him, but I mean, part of me thought maybe I should just ignore it. I don't know. Did you end up giving I, him the letter? Yeah, Do I you gave remember? him the letter cause I just, yeah, cause he, cause that was his partner that he'd been talking about. I didn't realize it was his, uh, his lover. Yeah. You don't really no. realize he's gay until the next yeah, scene. Well, I just thought that but... was great. That it was just, uh, he was just gay, not for any reason just because some people are and it was just thrown in there and I thought that was great he wasn't making a sort of political statement or he wasn't sort of camping it up dancing to Judy Garland or anything he was just no I I I had no idea I was annoyed as hell with his character and all his little traps and everything and I I kept falling I thought he was great Oh, I hated him Uh, but I got stuck in that refrigerator trap and the zombies are coming I'm like like if I ever see this guy, I'm gonna shoot him. This guy is such a jerk. And Elias takes so damn long to cut the rope to get you yeah. down. I'm like, come she's on, only girl. Like Fourteen or something. Yeah, but she spends the whole game sharpening that knife, and then the one time you actually want her to use it, she can't cut a rope. I was just, a, I was a little annoyed with her. But um, uh, so anyway, so let's so let's talk about the, the different characters. So uh, and we're going to try to be as spoiler free as possible. Yeah. So if you haven't played the game, we want I mean, we we uh, uh, we did tell yeah. you that a minor character is yeah. gay. So but <laughs> sorry about that. From this point okay. on, we're going to try not to do too many spoilers. So so the 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 three characters. Well, there's two main characters, obviously, and then there are other characters that sort of drift in and out. But um, the 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 main two characters are Joel and Ellie and Ellie is uh 14 and uh she ends up Joel ends up sort of reluctantly um taking her across the country I like however though cuz you've seen the two of them in like all the clips mm-hmm. and everything all the all the trailers and I like how the game started and for a fairly long time Ellie yeah. doesn't even come into the yeah. game <laughs> I thought that was great yeah, I liked that because I was like, wow, so, like, when's, gonna... when's he going to meet her? And yeah. <laughs> and, and, yeah, and it went on for much longer than I thought without without finding her. And I liked uh, in the intro because a lot of most of the um, I'm trying to think of most of the zombie games, most of the zombie games like Left for Dead and stuff like that. Um, the apocalypse is kind of like in full swing. I like how in this one you actually kind of get to see the yeah, beginnings of what happened. Yeah. You get to see the outbreak and yeah, all the trauma. I thought that was very clever. And I thought that was probably the most, um, I thought that was probably the most disturbing part of the game. So yeah. Far. Cause, cause you're like, you know, you see how perfect, well, life isn't perfect for Joel mm-hmm. and his family, but, but it's, you know, it's, it's on normal. an even keel. <laughs> 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's, so, and then, you know, you just, you see little bits and pieces of things starting to go wrong. And that's, it's, I don't know, it just kind of scares you because yeah, you kind of know yeah, what's Yeah, because we know more than the characters do at that point. They mm. were like, oh no, it's all going to go horribly wrong. So it just adds even more weight and impact to that opening. Um, yeah, and I didn't know when it was going to go wrong. So, like, at the beginning where it's like, she's like, oh, I'll, I'll check the bathroom, you know, or whatever. I'm like, no, don't open the, don't open the bathroom door. I don't want to know what's in there. They keep and then that like, going for quite a long time before something happens, don't they? They do. And I thought the most, the cleverest thing in that whole sequence was um, you, you see the explosion on TV mm. and then the TV goes off and then you hear it. Uh. Um outside the yeah. window and you and you you associate okay all that crap that's going on on the tv that's on like my doorstep yeah that's like right yeah. outside yeah. um because i was like why don't why don't they just try to hold up in the house you know and then but then it's like yeah I guess, but with those you know, french windows <laughs> oh i know the french doors i i have french doors in my house I, well they're actually the sliding glass doors i hate them i hate yeah. them so um but yeah because the zombies can walk right yeah. through that <laughs> So can anybody, yeah. I guess. <laughs> you can't see who's out walk. there when the light's on inside. I know, it's terrible. I don't know who invented that. But pe- people seem to love, at least in this country, people seem to love. Do you have a bunch of like sliding glass doors over there? Uh, yeah, people have them, but you tend to have to put them in. Mm, you have to okay. like remove a door and open a thing, because obviously it's not <laughs> as hot as it is in the States. So. <laughs> right. What are people think? What are the people thinking? Putting them in? I mean, yeah. don't you know gosh. the zombies will get you? The zombies can go right through those. They don't even feel it when they walk through <laughs> the glass. I don't have French windows, so I'm good for at least a few more hours than you, John. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So, well, you know, you can always do the the thing, which I, which um. I know Naughty Dog did this so that you wouldn't go to places they didn't want you to go to. But um, apart, according to the Zombie Survival Guide, which everybody has read by now, I'm sure, um, one of the things to do is to go to an upper floor and just barricade the steps. And they do that a lot yeah, in this game. Yeah, they do. Um, so that was – I mean, but that's a natural defensive position anyway. If somebody was trying to get yeah. to you, whether you're a zombie or you not, I mean, if you run up the stairs and you – with a bunch of furniture, they're not going to be able yeah. to follow you. So it kind of yeah. makes sense. <laughs> so um, so anyway, uh, the so Joel and Ellie eventually get together. And, I mean, it's hard to describe how great the story is, but I think you did a perfect job because I didn't quite understand um, – the, the the you were talking about the thematic differences between the yeah. two characters, and it's amazing that we're talking, but we're not we're not reviewing a novel. We're talking about a video game. But I didn't get I didn't get why Joel is kind of, in my opinion, Joel comes off as kind of a standoffish jerk. But I did. In, well, I mean, there are times. I don't know if this happened in your game. I don't know if it's random or whatever. But there are times like when Ellie comes up to Joel, and there's like a um. Uh, a dialogue that you don't have to have, but if you push the triangle button, you can, you yeah. can talk to her. And she comes up to you and she says, um, I mean, again, we're not want to give a story, but she comes up, she apologizes for something that happened and, and she tries to comfort Joel and just, you know, be a regular human yeah. being, basically. And he kind of blows her off and is like, yeah, get away from me, kid. I'm, I'm fine yeah. or whatever. And I'm like, what a, what a jerk. But I didn't understand that they're thematically 
different. And why, why don't you explain what that means? Okay. Um, it's really hard without giving spoilers about Joel's backstory, but, um, in the, in the, um, seg- you almost said book. Yeah. <laughs> in the segment that we were just discussing before, you know, the sort of um, the preface, if you like, before the outbreak happens, it kind of explains there's, you know, there's a, a fundamental turning point for Joel, which creates the character that he is throughout the game. Um, and so he's just like a really tough survivor. And, um, you know, he's, he's had to do horrible things in order to just get to this point and last for 20, the 20 years gap that there is between the intro and the actual game. And so being presented with this girl, you know, I, I think that Ellie represents hope in the future. And that's something that he can't allow himself to even believe in anymore um, because everything seems so bleak to him. And, um, you know, the character that we were talking about, was it Billy? Um, he says at one point, you know, about the the fact that he separated from his partner. He, um, in order to increase his chances of survival, he thought he'd have to go alone. He said, you know, you can't get sentimental because sentimentality will get you killed. And that's, you know, sort of one of the themes or the central theme of the game, I think, um, that, you know, you can't be sentimental, but ultimately that's what makes us human. And that's why we will survive, um, because it's only with Joel and Ellie together that, you know, they get through it. You know, they've got each other's backs. He saves her and she saves him equally as many times. Um, so, yeah, that's my sum up. <laughs> Yeah, the the whole sentimentality thing that that is interesting because without that, I mean, you the zombies are really people that have been removed of that sentimentality. They're they're the um, they don't yeah, care about anything but they're themselves. They're the human, aren't they? <laughs> I suppose the monster, the potential monster in us all. That's what it is, isn't it? Yeah, and. Uh, you know that that that's a theme that that whole sentimentality will get you killed, but it's you know, the one thing that you kind of have to cling to. That's sort of um, that's a theme in a lot of uh, movies, and it's a, a theme in a lot of books yeah. too. I mean, it, uh, Saving Private Ryan comes to mind because uh, Saving Private Ryan was an interesting. Uh, it was a World War Two movie, but the squad. If you follow the movie, there's like three times in the movie where the squad has to make a choice. Um, whether to do something quote unquote mm-hmm. good or just to do something what would be like normal, you know, like to, to help a kid out yeah. or to just, yeah, hey, that's not my job yeah. type of thing. And every time they choose to be sentimental, uh, people end up getting yeah. killed. And so, I mean, that's kind of like the theme with the game and with, um, with the crazy guy, yeah. it, you know, that, that sort of did really hit home where he makes a speech where, you know, Joel's asking him, you know, why he's by himself yeah. or whatever and he's like, He's like, you know, I had a partner that we find out much later that he really cared for more than just like a business partner type of thing. (laughs) And uh, and, you know, they split up because um, because he thought that he'd be better off on his own. So and 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 yeah, it's interesting. So it's hard for me. And I don't know why I'm like too stupid to get that theme in Joel. Or maybe it's just because it's a video game. So I I turn that part of my brain yeah. off. I'm just not expecting it. <laughs> not expecting something that deep. I mean, it's all relative, isn't it? I mean, if this is like a well-worn 
movie thing, isn't it? You know, there's the grizzled mm-hmm. adult who's, you know, sort of world weary. He's landed with a kid. He's kind of cheeky and street smart and they don't want to you know the kid clings on to them they want to get rid of them you know it's well worn but we just don't get that in games we just don't (laughs) we don't have the road movie (laughs) um kind of relationship it just hasn't happened before characters just aren't that well drawn um, but these ones are, and it's really great to be able to analyse the character and their motivations and what made them do uh, certain things in a scene. Because there were times where I thought, well, why the hell did he say that, um, you know, to some people he meets later on? And then I was like, well, if you think about, you know, his backstory, it does make sense. So he's just kind of gotten stuck in survival mode, basically. I mean, and living for 20 years in that environment, because there are a lot of ways to get you killed beyond just yeah. the zombies. I mean, there's the military will kill you if you if you're out after checkpoint, uh, check check in, or what is it? Uh, yeah. Curfew. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, you can wander into a cloud of spores and turn into yeah. a zombie. Uh, I mean, there's just a lot and of ways. And other humans, get they're just as deadly, really. If you wander into a wrong part of town or a rival gang or. Yeah, I think that, I mean, it's just weird for a zombie game. But like when I'm when I'm fighting the humans, uh, especially a well-organized group of humans, because um, the humans are, are deadlier than zombies, the zombies, the zombies are deadly. Don't get me wrong, especially like the clickers mm. and stuff, which. But they all follow, I mean, they're stupid. They all follow a pattern. I mean, you yeah. know, the, the runners basically, the runners, if they don't see any stimulus, they'll pretty much just stand yeah. still and let you sneak up behind them and strangle them. Um, and the clickers are blind, so you can walk around with your flashlight on all day, and as long as you're quiet and don't brush up against them, you can you can get mm-hmm. by them. So. But humans are much scarier, and they're much more organized. And when they, when you, one of them sees you, he'll call to his yeah. friends or get on the radio, or something like that. So, when I'm fighting the humans, I'm actually thinking, "Damn, I wish these guys were zombies, because it'd be yeah, a lot but, easier." Oh to God, get... I was the other way around. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, it's just so tense. Oh my gosh. Well, the zombies are scary. I'll give yeah, you that. Yeah, <laughs> I just, you know, me and horror games, I just can't do it. <laughs> Because I was just when I started playing it, I was like, "Oh my god!" I didn't realize it was going to be a survival horror. My my stomach just sank. I was like, "Oh god, I'm not going to be able to finish this." Well, for me, I mean, there were times when I didn't. There were times. I mean, the game, the gameplay element for me wasn't perfect. There were times where I was kind of mad at the game. Where like, um, because Joel has this. Joel's big superpower if you will is he can he can listen mm. he goes into like this like almost like a bat mode where mm. he he gets down on one knee and he listens and you can see where zombies are and stuff behind walls and you know and things like that and you can use the supplements in the game to increase that range so that you can see them fairly far out which is which is really mm. helpful and there are times like um, um, I'll give one example that you probably remember. There's times like in the school where you're trying to get that battery mm-hmm. for the from the yeah. bus, and there are times when I cleared that level out, you know, and I'm like, and I bend down and I look around and there's no zombies yeah, basically on the map. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, like all these zombies spawn mm. out of nowhere and come after you, and I'm like, what? What is yeah, this? Yeah, they have this trigger was... points, don't they? 
Yeah, there's where it's just like a mass spawn yeah. comes after you, and there's not a whole lot you no. can do. Um, uh, the one the one saving grace that keeps me from getting really pissed off about that is that they do a good job with the yeah. save points. I mean, at most you're going back maybe like four or five minutes, and that's a yeah. lot. Usually it's like, usually they're like, okay, we're about to do this spawn point thing, so they save it like right before yeah. that. So. Uh, most of the time when I got killed and I had to go back and replay a segment, it was like less than – I'd say less than two oh, minutes yeah. Yeah. every, every time. It, and a lot of times it was like, – a lot of times it was like less yeah. than a minute. So. But those spawn points can be defeated, I found, because once you know where – if you well, the first time you'll get killed. But once you know where that where they're going to spawn at, I would I would just throw a Molotov cocktail down to where they're going yeah. to spawn. And then they all catch on fire. <laughs> that was good. The <laughs> Molotov cocktails were good. That was great, and I like how when you make the Molotov cocktails, you're taking away your resources, so you can't make med kits. Yeah. <laughs> so you have to That's decide, like, what do I need? Do, do I need to burn them, or do I need to heal yeah. myself? So, pretty good. Um, what did you think about? What did you think about the balance between? Because there's been a lot of discussion online. Now, just getting into the gameplay a little bit. Um, what did you think about the balance between melee weapons and and firearms and stuff? Because there's been a whole lot of discussion online about the drop rate because one of the things that did annoy me is like let's say a whole heavily armed squad of a human like the mm-hmm. soldier enemies come after you and you take out like five guys and not one bullet drops mm-hmm. and that kind of that kind of pissed me off a little bit um, that didn't bother me because I actually preferred using the melee weapons really I didn't use the gun that much the guns that much um uh, so I, I i did sometimes but because but, i knew that the the um but the ammo was so thin on the ground i tended mm-hmm. to just use um the stuff that you could make um mm-hmm. i quite liked that because i guess the premise was that you know ammo is thin on the ground in the world you know it's just not mm-hmm. um and yeah, it just made it less of a gung-ho, you know, let's just mow them all down with the shotgun or whatever. <laughs> you know, that you had to really think about, am I going to use the hunting rifle here or will I need it later? Or um, I quite like that because, you know, I'm not the sort of gun-happy, <laughs> you know, that <laughs> I kind of think that kind of detracts from it. And, you know, I like the way that he, you know, because I thought it was a, a really big point when he gave her a gun. Um, okay, see, I haven't gotten oh, there sorry. yet. <laughs> she, that's right. She's been begging for a gun, uh, and I'm like, "F, I'd give her a gun. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I would have loaded her up her. by now." Uh, I'm like, "Here, here, have a shotgun and a rifle, <laughs> whatever. What do you want?" <laughs> so he finally does give yeah. her a gun. That's kind of like, um, oh, what was that other zombie game? Um, the, the Walking Dead, where eventually well, clementine is the girl you're trying to escort through in that game which is more of like an interactive comic yeah. book but you don't give her a gun until i think like the fourth episode well she's much younger she's like six or yeah. something yeah. so you know giving a six-year-old a gun is a little different than giving a 14 year old a gun even in america <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even in america you're like ah, you really need to be seven to, to, get, to get a firearm kid but I guess the special circumstances, so here you go. <laughs> it's the apocalypse, whatever. 
But I mean, Ellie, she's throwing bricks at people and she's stabbing people. And st- I mean, you know, I, I think she earned her gun. Uh, I just <laughs> so. thought, I was like, oh, this is quite disturbing that he's just given a 14 year old girl a, a gun. But he does <laughs> actually, you know, kind of sit her down and say, look, you're really careful. And I thought that was quite nicely done. Because um, as opposed to, yeah, let's go kick some butt and let they just go out <laughs> shooting together or something. You know, um, yeah, I liked yeah, that. The, the, uh, the NPCs aren't the greatest with their guns anyway. Right. <laughs> um, you know, I know they, they shoot a lot and they don't hit a lot of things or they don't kill things too often. So, um, I mean, I don't know, maybe Ellie's different, but like, uh, that crazy guy, he didn't seem to help too much. He fired a shotgun like a million yeah. times and I never, I never saw him hit anything. Um, his other partner, Tess, was much better with the pistol. She was able to take yeah. out guys. Um, so that was, that was cool. So yeah, um, interesting. I mean, I don't know. I liked the hunting rifle. I like once I got the scope with the hunting mm-hmm. rifle. Um, I didn't like how I couldn't get on top of a lot of things. Like, like in a game like that, if it was truly open world, like if there was a, if there was a situation where there were zombies on the ground, I would have tried to, you know, climb up on top of a school bus or something like that. Yeah, there were, there were only, yeah, some of the scenery wasn't as interactive as, well, because, well, I don't think it ever claimed to be open world, did it really? But, um, No, no. It's kind of expected now, isn't it? That you should be able to, uh, and it was weird that he could climb one bus but not another bus. And, you know, there were things that you'd look at and think, you know, he's climbed something like that in the last scene, so why can't I um, do it here? Yeah, there were things like that that were... Especially on... I, I find that especially true on the levels where there was, where there were, like, ten zombies who were walking around an mm. area. Because I was like, you know, if I could just get above them... Yeah. I could do a lot more, and I'm like, and I should be able to climb this low wall, but I can't because it's not a climb yeah. point. So there were, I mean, there were a couple things that I was a little, a little upset about. Um, but I mean, I know why they did it. I mean, it's not like the game wasn't balanced. There were ways to get through there. It was just a lot harder to have to play by the rules that they yeah. set up in certain. Yeah, scenes. but I did think the level design was really nice. I, you know, you never felt like, oh, here we are in another suburb that looks like the last suburb that we were in or you know there was all the sort of there was the one where we were creeping through the the uh um, skyscrapers that were collapsing Mm -hmm. and you know all the creaking and stuff and then you're in the school and then you're in the subway which was horrible i hated that and the subway was yeah and then you have to go into the sewers and you know it's just (laughs) awful um, and then you're in the forest and, you know, all the locations were just amazing how they just kept it fresh. Um, and they also kept it fresh by by varying the different enemies, too. Yeah. I mean, the zombie, I mean, there's there's really the zombies and then there are different types of zombies, obviously. I mean, if there's a level full of the, the blind clickers, you could play that differently. Yeah. You would play that a lot differently. Um, and sometimes, sometimes they would screw with you. You'd have a level with like, you thought would be all the yeah. clicker guys. And you're like, oh, okay, they're blind. I can sneak past them. And then they put one runner yeah. in the middle somewhere who can see you. It's like, oh. And then they all come so. screaming for you. Oh, I hate to be infected. <laughs> they were horrible. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but I, I like the infected because they played by the rules. I didn't like, I didn't like the, um, 
in the military, I liked too. I liked fighting the military because the military also. Yeah, they had methods, notice, didn't they? And they played by the rules. They had squad tactics yeah. and stuff, and they covered each other. They were smart yeah. about it. But for me, that actually made them easier to yeah. fight, as opposed to like the bandits. Yeah, the random elements. Oh my god, the bandits are just chaotic and crazy. <laughs> like half of them charge you like with a knife, and while and others, you know, try to sneak around you and stuff. And you don't, yeah. you don't really don't know what they're gonna yeah, do. Yeah, that's true because they wouldn't sort of be have a pattern or anything. Cause one could be round the back of the building, and you wouldn't know. And yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. With the soldiers, I kind of was able to like, okay, these these three guys are gonna stay and guard this area, and then they're gonna send they're gonna send their scouts forward, and you could see that they were working together yeah. and stuff. But for me, that made them that made them actually less formidable, which yeah. I liked. Uh, the bandits were just they would just run around and do all kinds <laughs> of stuff and and use unconventional weapons too. I mean, the bandits would throw Molotov cocktails I at know. you sometimes. Yeah, yeah, they didn't so, play fair okay. at all. <laughs> It was fun. So I guess let me let me ask you in sort of a final question type of thing. So looking at The Last of Us, here here's what my thoughts were on The Last of Us. So the the best game story wise that I think I've ever played on the console has to be Heavy Rain. I mean that was just an intense intense story. I'd highly recommend okay. you get you could probably pick up yeah. like fifteen bucks now or something. Do. So find find a copy. So but that game was almost all about the yeah. story. Um, whereas this one presented almost as good a story, but with an actual game behind it. So I don't know. I think this one, I'm not there yet, but I think this one for me could potentially be yeah. better. So where do you think, where do you think the, the last of us fits in, in your list of like, uh, your list of all time favorite games? Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty much up there. Um, I think it sneaks in above. Oh, it's close thing with Red Dead Redemption because I loved that. Um, mm-hmm. But I think the because it did. I did quite like the sort of little narrative quirks in Red Dead. But I think the story. I mean, the characterization is just so brilliant. And um, I'm a writer, so. Um, that's what I love and yeah I just thought they were great characters and I just didn't want you feel felt like they had a story before you started which is what you know it's like um writing a novel 101 isn't it you know um come in late go out early kind of thing so you you have established characters who feel like they live in a world even before you meet them and that their world will carry on once you've closed the book and that's what this game did and that's you know everything I could dream of really of as a um as a writer um yeah they were just such great characters um it's up there in my top three I'd think I'd say Wow. Yeah, it was, it was really good. And it's just, it's moved things forward. I think people have to, have to take note, <laughs> hopefully. It'll be hard for somebody to just come up with something like a zombie adventure game like that without any story element, yeah. you know, because people will be like, oh, it's kind of like Last of but Us, but without, without the, any feeling. Yeah, without the good story. Um, <laughs> That'd be interesting. Yeah, because that's what I want I... from games, really. I want a game that's tells me a great story as well yeah i also liked how last of us kind of rewarded you for explore for exploring off the beaten path you know i liked how 
So, and some of the story elements, the, the, the most poignant thing that I found in the game was, uh, it was in some house and uh, upstairs somewhere, which you didn't have to go to. I found the little kid's diary where he, um, talks about what happened to his family and how they couldn't take the dog with them. So mm-hmm. the dog had to go out into the woods I and stuff. I think I missed and... that one. Oh, it was, a, it was in one of the houses right before you get to the school and it was upstairs, mm-hmm. like in a kid's room. And there was a diary there this little kid kept about it was it was pretty detailed. It was maybe like six mm-hmm. entries or so. And it just talked about how the family was worried and were they gonna go live with Aunt Karen and all this stuff and then apparently Aunt Karen gets killed so they can't yeah. go there and then they decide to go to the military but they won't allow pets. So he has to go out into the woods and let his dog oh. go and all this stuff. And it was so sad yeah. and I'm like Here's a really deep story element, and it's like hidden yeah. in like a bathroom upstairs somewhere, you know. So there are, I just thought that was. There really are cool. a few like that because they go, they have to go into sewers at some point, and there have been mm-hmm. um, sort of kids and um, parents living down there, and then you get the notes oh, wow. of, oh, they're coming. There's only two of us left, and there's a name of someone. And when you get out of the sewers, you find another note from that person in one of the houses. So they obviously managed to get out and. You just come across little scraps. Oh, it's like, oh, God, you know, they're still, a, they, they survived this long and then they got this far and then the notes kind of stop. Uh, you never uh, know what happened to them. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's parts like that uh, earlier in the game, too. Like, um, when, and Ellie's, Ellie, who again represents Hope, is like, do you think that the two of them ever got, ever found each oh, other? You know? Right. And, yeah. And Joel's like, how the hell should I know? <laughs> <laughs> and, Ellie, and Ellie's, yeah, and Ellie's like, "Well, I'm gonna pretend they did. I think they got together." <laughs> probably yeah, probably we probably just killed yeah. him. He's he just trying to that eat was your brains. Now, shut up. <laughs> so yeah, very cool, very fun, and so nice to find a game like at this time of year too. Um, you know, it's yeah. not Christmas. It's not. It's not early in the year. It's kind of like a mid-year, definitely a yeah, hit. That seems so. to be the new thing. Because what was last year? Last year had one as well, a sort of summer one. Yeah, the summer hit. The summer blockbuster. Yeah. I'm, that's I, that could be a new. I trend. know. <laughs> Keep it up. Good. As long as they <laughs> don't right. always so, come out the week before Glastonbury. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That does screw you over when yeah. that happens. But oh well. Well, okay, we'll tell them, we'll tell them not to come out around Glastonbury and, uh, but still over the yeah. summer. <laughs> so I guess what, um, if you say that heavy rain is, um, you know, is the, the one that stands up to The Last of Us in terms of storytelling, then Beyond Two Souls, which is by Quantic Dreams, um, that mm. could give The Last of Us a run for its money this year, because it's out in, That's in true. October. It, and that, that looks like it has both story elements and uh, yeah, and what yeah. we saw more traditional gameplay action. elements as well. So, wow, we could have two storming hits at least. Oh my gosh, game of the year is going to be crazy this year. <laughs> All right, well, let, let us in. know what you guys think. <laughs> We've what both got it? women in or female <laughs> protagonists. Oh my gosh, what are you writing about, Shella? <laughs> All these great women characters. <laughs> what can I moan about now? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, well, let us let us know what you uh, listeners think about uh, The Last of Us. Uh, let us know if we're on track, if you loved it. Um, based on the reviews on Amazon, it looks like most people did. I mean, it's got like uh, 4,000 five-star wow. reviews and then 
There's a few people that didn't like it. Some of the things that, like, we mentioned, like, not being able to climb on things and the ammo, the ammo drops pissed off a lot of people. I guess people they were expecting more of a shooter, you know. Um, but, but overwhelmingly, everybody thinks it's a pretty cool game. So I think, I think if you're listening to this and you're thinking that what we said sounds pretty cool, you, you probably give it a try. I think mostly 95% chance you're going to really like yeah. the game. <laughs> so, um, but let us know. Uh, we're at ginloungegameindustry.com. We're also on Facebook, Google Plus, and, uh, Twitter. We have a Twitter feed that sends out funny stuff all the time. Uh, so let us know. Uh, and until then, Shella, thanks so much. And, uh, I, I don't know what's gonna happen next, but, uh, I, I've gotta finish yeah, Last of Us. Enjoy. <laughs> and then, um, <laughs> I will, I will. I'm looking forward to it. Do you, are you jealous yeah. of me because I haven't finished it yet? <laughs> <laughs> well, you won't be jealous for long because at the end of this week, I hope to be finished it. <laughs> so, can't stay right. away. All right. Take care, everybody. We'll see you right here next time at the Gin Lounge.